Hello and welcome to Chasing Care, a podcast that takes an open and honest look at health and social care in your local community. We speak to care assistants, support workers, registered managers, business owners, together with the end user and their families. We also speak to the Care Quality Commission and take a look at legislation moving forward. So, if you're interested in health and social care in your local community and how it may affect you day to day in your local community, then this is for you. My name's Gavin Chase, I'm your host. So let's strap in and get the show on the road. Hello and welcome to the Chasing Care podcast. On today's edition, we're going to be looking at the war for talent, in particular in relation to registered managers for home care, care homes and nursing homes. I'm pleased to say that we have somebody that's highly experienced in recruiting registered managers across the UK, specifically in the Greater West Midlands. She has a master's in occupational psychology. She has been a talent acquisition specialist for an international consultancy and currently heads up the executive search consultancy, Top Care. It's my great pleasure to welcome to the Chasing Care podcast, Beatriz Fernandez. Hi, how are you doing? Hi, Gavin. Thanks for the introduction. It's my pleasure to be here today in your podcast. And thanks for inviting me. Well, it's good to have you here. For our listeners, paint me a little picture as to who you are. Yeah, of course. I'm an executive search consultant for Topcare. And, well, the truth is, Network Healthcare, who is a provider itself, they've been running a domiciliary care service for 21 years in the oh, wow. industry, they faced the challenge of recruiting registered managers. It's when we decided to create Topcare as a headhunting company for registered managers and help them find the right talent for their domiciliary care services. We provide these services to, to other businesses in the industry. That's pretty much what we do. We are mainly specialized in the West Midlands, in home cares, care homes and nursing homes. And our main job is to network with care managers around the, the UK. Oh, wow. So I'm hearing is Top Care was born out of a need for registered managers by a company that's been delivering care for, did you say, over 20 years? Yes, exactly. What are the current challenges in the recruitment of registered managers? What's the issues? Why do they need somebody to, to find the uh, registered managers for them? I would say that there's different issues in the market. There's a shortage of candidates. There's as well a high turnover of registered managers within their roles. In the UK, there's around 23,500 registered managers and 3,500 registered managers are in the job market looking for a new job. Wow, that's um, okay. There's definite need for finding new registered managers if you've lost yours. Yes, and the challenge, I would say that the talent, they are not in the job boards. So just posting a job advert on Indeed, LinkedIn, or 
any other job boards, it's just not enough to find the register manager that you are looking for your service. You really need to go and find it uh, with a direct approach. That's why we headhunt instead of just going on job boards, if that makes sense. The end is keeping in touch with them on a daily basis, every week, how are they doing in their jobs? Maybe they don't want to move now, but in the future, they would be open-minded to move to another company. And it's in that moment where you find the right talent. So if I'm listening to you correctly here, what you're saying is that putting an advert out there won't necessarily get you a registered manager. No, and... Probably you will get maybe three applications into your job and probably it's not even a registered manager. Oh, really? Yes. What are the the issues currently that registered managers are telling you? I mean, why are they on the job market? If there's a quarter of the industry looking to move at any time, there must be reasons why this is happening. There's different reasons. Uh, One would be they're looking for a pay raise, because they are not getting enough pay. They've been for a long time in their job position and they haven't got any pay raise. They are looking to change their job just to get that money. Other reason it's because they are not happy with their managers. It's a really demanding job. Uh, They've got a high responsibility. They are working long hours, on-call rotas, sometimes working 24-7, And if they don't get the support from their current employer, they would end up burned out, which makes them look for another role where they are going to get that support. Do you think it's it's money that they're after or is it the right work environment for them? The main reason they are moving, actually what I get a lot is my current employer is not looking after the safety of my service users. For example, they are actually looking more for getting the money for the company. And they understand that as a business, they need to get that money into the business because they need to pay their care staff. But when you are placing the money in first place and you are not able to keep the safety of the service users, that for them it's a no, because when you join the healthcare sector, you join because you've got the passion for improving the people's lives. And if you can't do that, and if you are not getting as well the support, of course, you are going to look for another role. Mm. Do you think that employers understand how their staff are feeling, how their registered managers are feeling right now? I think it really depends on the employer. Uh, small businesses where the managing directors, they don't even have healthcare backgrounds and they don't really understand what they are going through. There are some businesses that they know in first hand what is it being a registered manager and they are going to be quite supportive and they are going to give you the tools, the training that you need and that you require. I would say that it would really depend. Hmm. And what do you think, if you're talking to a registered manager today, what I know we touched on the fact that it's not necessarily money and they're not getting support, but how do you understand what the registered manager is looking for in their own career step, in their next job? Mainly, I would say that it's career progression. They want to earn more responsibilities or have the option of 
becoming an area hacker manager in the future. That would deal, I think, more to big corporate companies, to leading providers. If they want to go into a small business, of course, they would like to feel valued, that they are adding value, that they can run the service as they want to, that they are going to have that pay raise or some extra benefits of working for them. And then it would depend on the challenge because I will come across people that they would say, I want to set up a new service from scratch. I want to be part of that business development or I want to work for a business that it's already set up, that they've got their service uses and I just need to turn it around, that it's inadequate and I want to achieve a good or outstanding CQC rating because I like that challenge. It would really depend on the registered manager. In the sector, I hear a lot of employers saying that they can't find registered managers through their traditional routes, which is, I guess, placing a job advert or using a recruitment agency. I mean, you are a recruitment agency. What are you doing differently, do you feel, that allows you to say that you can actually beat the war for talent, if you like, if you can actually deliver a solution to an employer? Because I don't just post job advert out there and rely on it. I speak with registered managers on a daily basis every week. And I speak with people that they are not necessarily looking for a change, but I will look into their career aspirations, which means maybe they are happy in their current role, but there's always going to be something which would make them be open-minded to move. And and it happens, actually. I mean, I speak with registered managers, which they've been placed in a company for 15, 10 years, and they would move for, let's say, having a little bit extra support or better IT systems, better training programs, or for another career progression. It's just finding what is it that they would move into another role. And if I've got that job opportunity, I will call them straight away. And I will keep in touch with them on, let's say, weekly basis, monthly basis. I will phone them up, hard checking on them, because maybe I'm happy today, but maybe in one week something happened and I want to move. And when you catch them in that exact moment is when you place them. Yeah, it sounds to me as if maybe they don't even have the time to look for a job for themselves. No, and they don't. Actually, normally when you have to call them, it's outside your working hours, which is totally fine. I enjoy speaking with them. <laughs> if you were looking for a registered manager tomorrow as an employer, your recommendation would be that putting a job advert out there isn't necessarily going to get you the solution and that you should be more proactive. You need to be proactive in this market because they are not going to come to you. And now, uh, as an employer, you shouldn't be just thinking, oh, I'm going to get the right talent. I I spoke with uh, people in the industry that they think just for putting the job advert are going to fill the position and they come back to me three months time saying, I'm really struggling and I'm thinking, I know. But you need to to have a direct approach with them, as you mentioned. Um, You have to have a direct approach. And I'm making the assumption that the employers don't have the time to do that. 
no, it's time consuming. And sometimes I think that you really need to rely on experts on the industry. It's because it's going to save you at the end time and money. And if you go to an expert who knows what they are looking for and what are the needs for your business, for your care business, they are going to make sure that they find the right talent, that the person that you are going to hire is not going to stay there just for six months. It's going to stay for the long term. Employers, how should they prepare themselves for interviewing candidates these days? Of course, you need to know the person. You need to have a feeling about the registered manager, what sort of personality, how they manage a team. But as well, I think they would need to consider the fact of selling themselves. As a care provider, what can I give you? Is it going to be flexibility? Is it going to be training? Is it going to be career progression? Is it going to be benefits in terms of like mm, hmm. mental health? But not just mental health in terms of I'm going to speak about it every week. It's actually putting programs in place because there's quite a high rates of burnouts and you really need to look after the mental health of your staff when you are dealing with care. And do you feel that employees understand that? That they've got to sell themselves and the opportunity and and that support mechanism that the candidate's looking for. You talked about the aspiration of the candidate, but does the client understand that there has to be that marriage? I think it really depends on the mindset that every business owner has. As well, it changes because it's not the same when you are a big corporate company, when probably it's going to be easier providing some sort of benefits, training, career progression, support, than if you are a small business. That makes sense because you as a small business as well, you don't have all that support. If you are a small business, maybe it would be working out, okay, I give them more flexibility to work the hours that they need to work. If we look to the future now, Where do you see the challenges for the care sector moving forward in terms of registered managers and supporting services? That's actually a good question, Gavin, and I think it's always good to look for the future and for the times that are going to come. What I think it's, well, I don't think it's going to happen. 7,500 registered managers within 15 years are going to leave the industry because of retirement. This is 32% of registered managers in the industry. And this so, is. Let me get this right. 32% of all registered managers will be leaving the industry over the next 15 years. Where do you get that fact from? And this is based on skills for care. Okay. Right. And this is taking into account just people in the industry that are going to get retired, we are not getting, like, we are not taking into account people that they're just going to leave the industry for personal reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what companies, businesses should be doing is investing in their deputies, train them, develop them, they can fill the gaps. Because as well, there's less people joining the healthcare sector since COVID. Mm. In order to maintain a service moving forward, we've got to fill the void of registered managers leaving when we don't actually have enough registered managers in the industry right now. Exactly. Yes. That's a huge challenge ahead of us. But 
On that note, sadly, we've come to the end of our conversation today. I'm sure we'll pick up a, another conversation in due course about the challenges in recruitment. But if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, better to talk about how you might be able to help them, where do they find you? Well, they can give me a call at 0121-456-8117. They can drop me an email to beatriz.fernandez at topcare.co.uk or they can find us on the website. They can find us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and we will reply in the same day. Well, that's amazing. Well, it sounds to me as if you're all over the internet. I'm sure they'll be able to find you. What I will do for you, I'll share your information in this podcast when we post it. Beatrice, amazing. Thanks for your time today. Thank you, Gavin. Thanks for joining us on Chasing Care podcast. It's been my pleasure, Gavin, and thanks for your time too. Thank you for listening to Chasing Care. I've been your host, Gavin Chase, and I've enjoyed your company. I'd like to take a couple of moments to thank our sponsors, Network Healthcare, a care provider that's been delivering care across communities for the last 21 years, and to Top Care Executive Search, a specialist recruitment agency that identifies the hard-to-find talent of registered managers in the UK. So, If you've enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to subscribe, follow, like, and of course, share. You can always send us a message too. And if there's a subject that's really important to you and you'd like to come on Chasing Care and talk it through, then please get in touch. In the meantime, I look forward to speaking to you again soon and have a great day.